This is the Trilingual Chat Box Podcast. We're Lori from Taiwan and Mai from Japan. In this podcast, we talk about Japanese and Chinese grammars with our audience in English. Our topics also include language learning tips, Japanese and Taiwanese cultures, and more. Check out our show notes for each episode so you can follow along and practice with us. If you are interested or you have a similar language learning background, welcome to join us. Conversation A. My son, it's almost noon. How about we discuss our itinerary now? Okay, let's talk about it. And then, wait, you've already booked the ticket, right? You're leaving tomorrow. Hmm? Ticket? What ticket? The plane ticket, of course. Don't tell me you forgot to get the ticket. Oopsie! I'm so sorry, my son. Oh no, what should I do? Conversation B. My son, quite If I don't eat lunch, I get hungry. Okay, If you arrive tomorrow morning, I can take you straight to Tokyo Sky Tree and have lunch there. これから、え、待って、もうチケット予約してるよね。明日出発だもんね。うん?ピョ、しまピョ。航空券のことに決まってるじゃん。まさか予約し忘れたなんて言わないよね。あ、トゥブチ、マイさん。If you are my brother, I would be punching you in the face right now. Oh,不,怎麼辦?If you had asked me one week ago, I could have bought it already. Hi, I'm Lori. Hi, I'm Mai. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Nice, nice. I think we've all just heard the two skits, right? We haven't done mm-hmm. this for a while. Right. <laughs> it was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed writing up this skit. <laughs> yeah. And this time we used three languages. Right. In two right. skits. Yeah. The first, mm. uh, the first skit, we focused on what we're going to talk about today. And then the second skit, we go trilingual. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. So, yeah, I hope it's not too messy for our audience. <laughs> Let's talk about the skit. Why did we decide to write up this skit? I think I picked this one because my students, Japanese students who learn English, they are struggling with conditional sentences. Mm-hmm. So that's why maybe I thought for Japanese learners also it's quite difficult for them to understand this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had mm-hmm. the same experience when I was learning conditionals, when I was still learning, starting out mm-hmm. with my English. I, I fi- find it quite confusing, mm-hmm. mainly yeah. because um, Chinese doesn't have that concept like we know they're they they have zero one two and three conditionals and also mixed conditionals right, right, right. <laughs> yeah so that's quite complicated for mm-hmm. um chinese speakers so i yeah. i guess with my students mm-hmm. who are currently learning english it's also quite difficult to 
a concept to grasp. So um, I think today we were including this in our episode just to share that it's not that complicated in Japanese <laughs> and Chinese. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also, uh, I really would like to visit Japan <laughs> mm-hmm, if I can. Sure. <laughs> you have to get a ticket beforehand. Yeah, of course, <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> I won't make this a stupid mistake. <laughs> um, so, by the way, we will be putting up our skit transcripts onto our WordPress website. So, if you're interested, please uh, go and check out the materials. And also, we use the four conditionals in our skit so that you will get a good idea um, of what we're going to cover today. So for the zero conditions, the sentence is, if I don't eat lunch, I get hungry. So Mai-san, when will we use uh, zero conditionals? Zero conditional. Okay, when we want to express real factual situations so like if a then b right we, we don't really express our will or any request or anything just a statement of will right right exactly so i said if i don't eat lunch i get hungry so mm. every time uh i get hungry no every time i don't eat lunch i get hungry <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. So, um, right, it's Mm -hmm. a general fact. Mm -hmm. And then the second sentence, we used first conditional. So first conditional is used for future, but also real or factual situations. Mm -hmm. So the sentence is, if you arrive tomorrow morning, I can take you straight to Tokyo Skytree and have lunch there. So this is the uh, plan my son had for me. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So it's real thing, right? It's it's not hypothetical situation, right? Mm. Um, and also the third sentence we used second conditional. Um, from second conditional on, and as well as this third conditional, they talked about imaginary situations. So those were all unreal. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, also hypothetical. So the third sentence we used, if you were my brother, I would be punching you in the face right now. So <laughs> my son got really angry because I was going to Japan, but I didn't book my ticket. <laughs> uh-huh. So um, of course, my son wasn't my brother. Uh, she wouldn't be punching me. So this is uh-huh. hypothetical. And yeah, right. I, I wouldn't punch my brother, <laughs> by the <Yeah>. way. Yeah, <laughs> this is just for, um, <laughs> for the skit. <laughs> and also the, the last one. If you had asked me one week ago, I could have bought it already. So I'm blaming, <laughs> I'm blaming my <laughs> yeah, son <laughs> for not letting me know this <laughs> earlier. So mm. this is the third conditional. It's also expressing imaginary situations, but it is used for past unreal situations. That's right. So um, we'll be talking about the four conditionals, but in a different way, because in both Japanese 
and Chinese, we don't really talk about hypothetical situations in four different conditionals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're talking about it in in a bit,、um, but we're going to start with Japanese because Japanese is more complex than Chinese. Right, sounds like it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. So let's talk about Japanese first. In Japanese, basically there are four types of particles to create a conditional clause. They are to, tara, ba, and nara. So let me explain them using zero to three conditionals.、Mm-hmm. Let me explain when we use nani nani to first. Okay, you can use this particle when you talk about a fact or statement. So it's like a zero conditional in English.、Mm-hmm. Right. So if A, then B. Right. So you want if you want to say, like in the skit, Lori-san said, "I don't eat lunch. I get hungry." So when you want to explain situation in Japanese, you can use to. Ohiru o tabenai to onaka gasuku. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in this case, the main clause must explain the fact that always happens with the conditional stated in subordinate clause. So, for example, so if you heat water to hundred degrees Celsius, it boils. Then in Japanese, it's mizu wo hyaku do made kanetsu suru to futou suru. So we use to. Another particle we can use for this. Zero conditional is ba, nani nani ba. So you can say, "Ohiru o tabenakereba onakagasuku." Okay, so you can use these two to、mm-hmm. express zero conditional. How about Chinese? How do you express this situation?、Mm, this yes,、clause? this um, just I as I mentioned. Chinese is relatively easy because we only use the word "if," 如果 to express conditional situations or hypothetical situations. So every time you are going to express the same, the similar conditions, you use 如果 and then followed by a clause. So, for example, in the skit, I say. 如果我不吃中餐 the clause is 我不吃中餐 I don't eat lunch. So 如果 is the word for if, and then the result will be I will be hungry. Right? I get I get hungry. 我会很饿哎 Actually, in Chinese,、uh, in this kind of sentence patterns, we usually use 就 Um, we mentioned <laughs> this very complicated word before in our early、um, episodes,、mm-hmm. but actually, in、yeah. zero conditional sentences, sometimes we skip the chou. So in the skit, I only say, 如果我不吃中餐，我会很饿耶 But if you say, 如果我不吃中餐，我就会很饿耶 That also makes sense. But sometimes we skip that Joe there. So if I were to write up a sentence pattern, I would say 如果 blah blah blah, and then 
the clause, the following, the following clause will include the clause only, just the main clause that express the main meaning, and the zhou will be in brackets. Mm -hmm. So, for example, you just said uh, if you heat water to one hundred degrees Celsius, it boils. In Chinese, we say 如果你把水加热到一百度 C， 水就会沸腾。沸腾 means boils， and also you can say 水会沸腾。So the 就 sounds a little bit like as soon as in English. So as soon as A and then B happens, so the 就 is is the results. What will happen if the conditions? Uh, sustains. Okay, so I think in Chinese it's easier because you memorize the sentence pattern. 如果就 then it goes maybe throughout all <laughs> all four conditionals. <laughs> Do you have to say 会 all the time? Um, actually, I think 就 is more important. Mm, but mm. I I guess when I speak. 如果 I usually use the 会 there because something will happen. So the will is 会 in Chinese. So I think the 会 is usually included, but I guess the 就 is the more important part because you are expressing something will happen as soon as something else sustains. Like this, this is the conditionals. Is it okay to use 就 instead of Um, like 水就沸腾 it it's good.、Mm -hmm. The the sentence is good. Oh, but but you have to add 沸 Uh, 如果嗯、uh, no no you don't have to. 如果我不吃中餐我就很饿 So it also works.、Mm -hmm. But I think in colloquial Chinese, the 沸 is feeling like something will happen.、Mm. So we we include the 就 and 会 almost almost always so simultaneously. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, 就会就会 right. Makes sense. Makes sense. So that's zero conditional, right? Okay. Then let's move on to the next one. First conditional. For first conditional, in Japanese we can use tara, ba, nara to make this conditional clause. So here we cannot use to anymore.、Mm -hmm. Just tara, ba, or nara. And tara is more common to use. It's a、uh, spoken Japanese, but ba is not so common to use in a conversation. It's more written form.、Mm -hmm. Okay, let me talk about tara. For example, if I have time after work, I will go to the gym. In Japanese, it's 仕事の後時間があったらスポーツジムに行きます You can use tara when the speaker express request, intention, or permission, commands, and desire in the main clause.、Mm -hmm. In the example of this sentence, if I have time after work, I will go to the gym. So this one is a speaker's intention or plan to do something. That's why. You can use tara. Ba is also like nai nai tara, 
Similarly, bar allows this main clause to express a command, request, a suggestion, like tara. But but condition must express a state rather than an action. So, for example, you can say yaskereba kaimas. If it's cheap, I'll buy it. But you cannot say yeni kaereba denwa o kudasai. Because yeni kaere is an action, so you cannot use ba with this one. So you can say yeni kaetara denwa o kudasai. Mm. I think that's the only difference between them. And also, ba is not so、um, common to use in a conversation.、Mm-hmm. Can you give another example? Okay. Asta haleleba, umi ni kimas. Halelu is a state.、Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a state rather right, than、right. an action.、Mm-hmm. True. And another one is nani nani nala. Nani nani nala is a bit different from other three particles. Its subordinate clause includes the other person's feelings and thoughts, and in response to that, you give suggestions, recommendations, and plans in the main clause. So, for example, Nihon ni iku nala, Tokyo skytree ni iku toi desu. Okay, this one is the one I used in the skit. I'm making a suggestion. And here you can use tara as well?、Mm, yeah, yeah, you can say that, but the meaning is different. If you use tara, so it means when you get to the airport in the morning instead of if, right? So If you want to say, if you get to the airport in the morning, then you need to use nara instead of tara.、Mm-hmm. How, how would you say, if I have time after work, I will go to the gym in Chinese? Okay, in Chinese,、uh, if you want to say the sentence, you will still use the same pattern. Um, and the same as the previous sentence pattern, you can always put the hua at the end of this conditional clause. But when we speak really fast, sometimes we skip it, but、mm. you can keep it if you like. Okay, this is quite colloquial, so、um, it's also okay to keep it. And then you say, 我就会去健身房。If you say, 我会去健身房， it sounds like you have the plan, but you're not so certain you will go. But if you say, 就会， it means every time,、uh, if you get time, you will go. So、mm-hmm. like it happens every time when you find time after work. So it feels a little bit like zero conditional,、mm, okay. and also the sentence pattern is、mm. is completely the same.、Mm. Yeah. So with the will go to the gym, you will use hui.、Mm. So of course, uh, 我我可以去健身房 means you can.、Mm. So you can change the、uh, auxiliary verb there.、Mm-hmm. Okay. 
yeah, it depends mm-hmm. on whether you want to express you will go or mm-hmm. you can go. Mm-hmm. So it, it depends. Okay. So if I want to say I should, I should go. Also, mm-hmm. in guy. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So yeah. this is pretty flexible. Just mm-hmm. depends on what you want to express. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the second conditional hypothetical situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in Japanese, we again we can use nani nani tara, nani nani ba, nani nani nara for this mm-hmm. clause. Right. In the skit, I said, "If you were my brother, I would be punching you in the face." Mm-hmm. And then in Japanese, ototo da tara, kao nagutteru toko da yo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is casual, quite casual Japanese. Here I used tara. Mm. It's it's actually it's quite similar to first conditional. So and then if you want to emphasize it's a hypothetical situation, then you should put moshi mm-hmm. at the beginning of the sentence. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but you don't have to. It's just uh, optional. For example, if you want to say. If I won the lottery, I would buy a new car. In Japanese, it's Mustakara Kujini Atatara. Atarashi Kurumao Kau Daro. Mustakara Kujini Atareba. Atarashi Kurumao Kau Daro. And Nani Nani Nara. Mustakara Kujini Atatanara. Atarashi Kurumao Kau Daro. Yeah, you can use three of them interchangeably. Okay. Okay, how about Chinese? Um, it's the same. <laughs> it's still the same. You can use ru guo jiu. But it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. We don't distinguish between the hypothetical uh-huh. or uh-huh. conditional situations. Yeah. Uh, real, unreal, all the same. <laughs> so that's why it caused so much trouble for us to <laughs> learn all four conditionals. Because um, like the sentence, if I won the lottery, I would mm-hmm. buy a new car. Mm-hmm. For us, it would still be hypothetical. Like, um, yeah, if this happened, mm-hmm. 如果我中了头,我就会买一台新车。So we don't distinguish if it will happen or not. <laughs> we just say yeah. this sen- sentence. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say if I were you? Yeah, still the same. <laughs> yeah, we we don't feel like I will never be you in the sentence of um Rugo or Shuni. Yeah. Japanese also the same. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. We don't we don't care so much about whether the <laughs> the situation yeah. is imaginary or not. Okay. Yeah, so this grammar point is mm-hmm. um we learn it in high school. So when mm-hmm. we have advanced English levels then we start <laughs> start to learn this because we, we, we would never be able to understand if we were thinking from a Chinese angle <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah it's so different yeah it is it's really different yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay the last conditional 
third conditional. For us, yeah, it's same, same as second conditional. Mm-hmm. Just you use the past tense in the main clause. Yeah. So in the skit, Lori-san said, if you had asked me one week ago, I could have bought it already. Mm-hmm. Right? And if I translate it into Japanese, もし1週間前に聞いてくれていたらすでに変えていたのに。もし1週間前に聞いてくれていたなら変えていたのに。At the end of the sentence, I used noni. Noni is like that, but you didn't, right, right, so right. I couldn't buy it. Right, right. A sense of regret. Yeah, that's or... right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, or you can say... もし週間前に聞いてくれていたら、いただろうおぞけ。うん。うん。はい、くるはぼれ。うん。いや、そう、you Complaints? Mm-hmm. Complaints, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. How about Chinese? Yeah. I can guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but no surprises here. <laughs> we still use Rugo. <laughs> That's a good news for us Chinese learners. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but also because the third conditional, it uh, like you said, it includes some complaints or regret. Mm-hmm. So in Chinese, you might add a little bit of other auxiliary verbs or some other words to express those, mm-hmm. uh, to add those meanings to your sentence. Yeah. So um, you still hear 如果 and 就, but you might hear something else like um, for example, if I had studied harder, I would have passed the exam. So it means you didn't pass the exam, right? So in Chinese, 如果我更用功念书的话, or you don't have to say the the, the mm-hmm. But I think personally, I prefer to keep it. <laughs> I, I always have that. Uh, 如果我更用功念书的话, 我 应该就能通过考试了。Uh, I would have passed the exam if you only translated as 我就能通过考试了。Uh, it's still okay, like like what we used for the zero conditional, first conditional, second conditional. You don't have those auxiliary verb. You still express the same meaning mm. because we don't have the tenses, the, the difference in tense. But we, we add the 我应该就能通过考试了。In English, you don't have the 应该,should, you don't have that word. Mm. But in Chinese, I add this so that I add a little bit sense of, ah, oh, I, 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 I would have, I should have. Mm. Like, you add a little bit more meanings to it to express the meaning that you had in English. <laughs> but that is missing in Chinese. So we use some some of those words, little words there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, in like third conditional situations, 
you might hear Chinese people using a, something like, um, for example, another example. If she had taken the job offer, she would have been promoted by now. Okay, I would translate it as: 如果她接受了那份工作的话，她现在应该已经升迁了。So I I still put the 应该 there. She would have been promoted by now. So the have been promoted, you can say 已经升迁 The would have been, I would use 应该 instead of 会 So it's a little bit different in translation because if you use direct translation, 应该 should be should in English rather than would. But in this third conditional. Situations, I use mostly "ing guy." Yeah, it should happen, but it didn't. It should have happened. Okay, okay. Yeah. So even if in English you don't hear that "should," I'm not using "should have." I'm using "would have," but it still used the "ing guy" 已经升迁了 to emphasize, to give an extra emphasis to the the sentence. To add that meaning, makes sense. Makes sense. Ingai. Okay. Yeah.、Mm. Yeah. We finished for conditionals. Right. I'm not sure if、uh, the comparison between the three languages can help our learners, but、um, I think we're just trying to say that、uh, with grammar, it's not always. Corresponding, <laughs> like you don't always have corresponding structures between languages.、Mm -hmm. So if you're learning the two languages, Japanese and Chinese, at the same time,、um, it's fun <laughs> to have it compared, have them compared to English, and to see how well. I will not say easy, but how different <laughs> they are. <laughs> Because for me, yeah, Japanese the nara and tara is still quite difficult,、um, because we don't have that concept in Chinese either. So yeah, I'll definitely look into <laughs> the situation, the usages of them. Okay, hope this helps. And and again, we will organize something in our handouts. So that our learners can learn more from this episode.、Mm -hmm. Yep, that's a wrap. I'll see you next time. See you next Bye. time. Bye. Enjoy today's episode. Hit the follow button and share it with your friends. We really appreciate your support. You can find us on our website, thetrilingualchatbox.wordpress.com, and shoot us a text or voice message. All comments or suggestions are welcome. All right, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.